what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the marriage puzzle podcast my name is thomas hi i'm julie and in this episode we wanted to uh, we just finished up our series 15 lessons after 15 years of marriage uh, a couple weeks ago and last week we did an episode called honorable mentions so uh, that was kind of cutting room floor type of stuff so make sure you go check that one out as well Um, But we wanted to, for anyone who may be joining us now or uh, anyone who's listened to all of them and is, you know, kind of having trouble recalling some of the information, we wanted to do just a quick recap episode and run through some of the top highlights from each one of those 15 lessons that uh, we've made after 15 years. And so that's what we're going to do today. We're just going to run through each episode title, tell you a little bit about a little synopsis of the episode or one of the best takeaways uh, or some of the best takeaways in some cases and uh, just go through them all for you. Yeah. And when we did the 15 lessons after 15 years of marriage, we said they weren't in any particular order of, you know, best to importance. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Importance is a good word. Um, But the first one we kicked off with lesson number one, support your spouse. And when you fully support your spouse, we found three positive effects for them. it, it helps your husband or your wife achieve their goals. So it helps their spouse achieve their goals. It keeps their morale when things are hard and it opens the door to dreaming together. And when you dream together, your morale goes up and then it's easier to achieve your goals. And so basically by supporting your spouse, you have a, a full circle cycle. Um, that's a, a win-win for both of you. Totally. Number two, um, I get an easy short one. Uh, It's uh, have sex often with your spouse. The title basically says it all. Um, So you're going to um, have sex often, but specifically with your spouse. We (laughs) wanted to really make sure that was important. Um, And this one was cool. Uh, We had a special guest on the episode with us, Dan Purcell from uh, Get Your Marriage On um, and uh, creator of the Intimately Us app. And so uh, it was kind of an interview episode. So we asked him a lot of questions. So maybe Make sure you go check that out and hear more of what he had to say about that, um, about having sex with your spouse, um, and just do it. And the Intimately Us app is something that we use um, now in our marriage. And so if you're interested in um, in that, when we talked about that uh, in, in that episode, it's on our website, right? Yep. It's something mm-hmm. that people can check out um, if you're trying to search for, for that app to spice up um your marriage and in a clean way <laughs> yeah marriagepuzzle.com slash partnerships is where you can go uh, and that will have that uh, app listed on there where you can click on it and go download it so after that fun episode um uh with with dan purcell the next week we went to lesson three and we titled it intimacy is more than just sex so yes have sex often but there's so much more um to there should be so much more to your marriage than just the the physical act of sex. So we broke down intimacy into like each letter um, that spelled the word intimacy and what that meant for us. There you go. Um, So I was um, for intentionality and in was nonverbal communication. So kissing, hugging, holding hands. Then T was for trust. Um, You have to have trust in your marriage um, to be intimate. And be vulnerable. The next I was stood for investment, um, kind of wooing your spouse and pursuing them mm-hmm. <laughs> in ways um, to to lead to intimacy and building in uh, for the longevity of your marriage. Yeah, and then M was for mastery. 
um, you know, the, the depth of knowledge. So I was really on emotional intimacy um, there. And then A was for acceptance, like being able to be you um, and not worry about being judged by your spouse or anything, just being fully accepted by them. And then C was for care. Um, you know, uh, they should care about your well-being and comfort and safety um, to be able to be intimate. And then lastly, why was for yearning, um, a feeling of intense longing for, for someone, which then would lead to physical intimacy. Absolutely. Uh, lesson number four was prioritize your spouse, basically treating the time with your spouse as though it was a million dollar meeting. If you have a, uh, this is kind of the theme of the episode. If you had a meeting that you were going to go to where someone was going to give you a million dollars, there's no chance you'd be missing that meeting. Um, And so just kind of taking that mindset for the time that you have with your spouse, that every minute of time you get with them is like a million dollar meeting and you want to prioritize that time. And the level of focus, Mm -hmm. you know, exactly like not just committing to prioritizing them and giving them time, but um, making it quality time. Yep, you're not going to be distracted in front of someone who's going to give you a million dollars. So you should treat your spouse the same way. Absolutely. <clears throat> and so with that, then lesson five was be honoring and honest. And simply put, we said be honoring, use honesty, um, respect your spouse. Um, so don't talk bad about your spouse in any setting. Um, and really just the point there was marriage is a privilege. So it's an honor um, that your spouse actually chooses to stay with you and love you every day. And therefore, you should be honoring and honest with them. Yep. And number six is uh, was titled, It's Our Money, So Act Like It. And Julie and I are big proponents of combining finances in your marriage uh, once you get married. And um, basically going from the mindset, once you say I do, your mindset should change from a me slash mine type of mindset to a we slash ours type of mindset, regardless of the dollar amount that is in each spouse's paycheck. Yeah. And then number seven, um, the lesson there was don't say the quote unquote D word, um, which the D word we were referring to is divorce. Mm-hmm. And the lesson is kind of right there in the title. Um, we had a uh, another guest on this lesson, um, special guest with Dr. John Deloney. Um, he joined us to, to talk about the uh, psychological impacts of threatening divorce and um, why you shouldn't do that. And so, you know, the main point there was to not use ultimatums and um, don't say the D word. Right. Number eight uh, was love unconditionally. And so we were talking about what is love and what is unconditional love. And we kind of framed this episode out of um, the Bible verse in 1 Corinthians 13, 4, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, and it continues. Um, And then we kind of are adding that in to say, uh, you know, it does not envy other people's marriage. Um, marriages. And so, you know, you don't want to get envious of someone else because you're only seeing snapshots of someone else's marriage. So make sure that you uh, focus in on yours to learn how to love your spouse unconditionally. Lesson number nine in our 15 lessons after 15 years of marriage was titled Be the Best Spouse. So, you know, uh, a lot of times you can look at your spouse and point the finger at what they're not doing right and what they're doing Um, to hurt you or, you know, all this stuff and think that they need to be fixed. And um, really this lesson, this episode, we just said, you know, if you want to make a better marriage, make a better you. 
And um, so then we we gave you uh, ways that you could be healthier uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually that then would benefit your your marriage by being the best spouse yourself. Right. And and I just want to add one thing onto that is it's it's not about just uh, being the best f- you for you. It's also being about about being the best you for them. Mm-hmm. Like they married you and had this, you know, vision and uh, expectation and so continuing to develop yourself and making yourself better for them is just another way to love them too so yeah uh number 10 uh was choose your influencers wisely and so we talked about uh some different people that you may need to be mindful about of how much you allow them to influence your marriage uh these people specifically were your parents, your single friends, or divorced friends. And um, basically just saying that their experiences are one way, yours are a different way. So you just have to be mindful about how how much you allow them to influence your marriage um, because your marriage is between you and your spouse. Yeah, I think we had a, a unique approach to that. So you might want to check that out or go back and listen to it um, again. And then number 11 mm-hmm was fight for resolution. And so um, in that episode, you know, we, we, we talked about being on the same team. <laughs> so, um, you know, a lot of people either choose to avoid conflict or to fight too harshly <laughs> in one way or the other. And so um, our points there were you're on the same team, but also don't be passive avoid that. Don't be aggressive and fight too harshly and don't be passive aggressive. Um, so that was kind of a fun um, point there. And then we also talked about not using the words always, like you always do this or you never do this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hyperboles. And um, also don't making not making personal attacks on your spouse. And so um, to, to drill it home, we said fight for your marriage, not just in your marriage. Correct. And number 12 was uh, apologize and forgive genuinely, uh, which was kind of a fitting follow-up to fighting for resolution. Uh, Oftentimes when a fight happens in a marriage, uh, there needs to be an apology and some forgiveness that happens. And so we talked about how to apologize genuinely, um, which was like a a seven-step process that you could follow. And then uh, what it means to forgive, basically uh, to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offensive flaw uh, or mistake. So um, apologize and forgive genuinely. Then lesson 13 was grow together or drift apart. And we had a full list of um, examples or or ways that you could... um, you could grow together so that you don't drift apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of our favorites from that episode, we encouraged you to uh, eat meals together. Uh, I think that's kind of a lost art in America these days um, of families or spouses not actually sitting down to um, eat at the same time and just have screens off and, and have conversations um, with each other. And um, with that, I think if you had meals together, you could learn each other's love language. <laughs> um, and that was one of our points and, and take action steps to, uh, to love them in that way. Um, or find a hobby to do with your spouse um, or, and, and never run out of things to talk about. And so that was some ways to, to grow together, keep the conversation going um, so that you don't drift apart. Number 14 was remember your why. So 
this is another one where the title kind of says it all. Um, on this episode, we actually went back and found our wedding vows and we reread them to each other on the episode. It was pretty special. <laughs> it was. And uh, we we did want to make a point in that episode that the, the wedding vows were not the why. Um, that was just a way that you that could help you reignite um, and f- find your why again um, to kind of take you back to that memory. Um, but uh, basically the main point of this episode was that you didn't make a mistake. You chose to get married. So remember the why behind that choice. Yeah. And then finally, we wrapped up our 15 lessons after 15 years of marriage with number 15, invest in your marriage. And we gave practical ways that you can invest in your marriage um, daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and then annually. Um, And our point there was just investing in your marriage with both time and money um, to be able to to have the marriage um, of your dreams. Yeah. And like Julie said, we talked about uh, some more specific ways to do that throughout the year on different time increments. Um, But another great way to do that is another great way to invest in your marriage, I should say, is uh, to get some help with your marriage. Um, Sometimes you're just in it and it's hard to see objectively. And so you need kind of that outside perspective to help you out. Um, so in a way, in a way that you can do that is uh, reach out to Julie and I. We're marriage coaches and uh, we would love to have the opportunity to uh, try and help you out with that in um, through our uh, curriculum that we go through to um, walk you through some various steps in your marriage uh, to help uh, improve it and get it to a thriving standpoint. So you can uh, check out uh, our website, marriagepuzzle.com, and you can schedule a discovery call with us there, or we'll put the link to that discovery call in the show notes as well. And hopefully you've learned from these lessons as well. These are just a snapshot snapshot of um, some things that we had to learn the hard way um, in, the, in our marriage or that we've chosen to learn um, so that we can um, go from feeling overwhelmed to to being secure in our marriage. And so hopefully they help you. um, Or if, if, like Thomas said, you want to dive deeper in these topics with us, um, we'd love to to meet you over Zoom. Yeah, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Marriage Puzzle Podcast. Uh, As always, episodes release every week on Mondays. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Marriage Puzzle. And if this is your first time listening to us, thanks so much for checking us out. We really appreciate it. Uh, We hope that you're going to subscribe to the podcast and make sure you go and leave us a, a review and a rating on the podcast to help us reach more people. And as always, we look forward to you joining us next week where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later. See you next week.